Hi, it's Jackie, and you're listening to the Natural Ones Podcast. <laughs> and welcome to the Natural Ones, everyone, where we don't sing TikTok songs. Uh, but we have it's not, a tic- it's not a TikTok song. I mean, it got Isn't put it? on TikTok. I thought that was what it was. No, it just randomly got dropped on YouTube like two years ago. Oh, okay. Take me to your Xbox. Pre pre TikTok then, right? It's, that's, uh, that's... It was. It's the Vine. The the, the it was, only, it's a the only post I've made on TikTok is regarding this song. <laughs> I um. I started a TikTok account and I looked at it once and I don't ever want to go on TikTok again. I think it's fair to say. God, you just gotta, you just gotta find the good TikTok. There's I'm TikTok. happier just seeing the good stuff get filtered through my friends and then make its way onto Twitter and Instagram and stuff. But when Honestly, you said that, I'm happier. I, don't, <laughs> I am a more fulfilled person. I don't want to do the curation myself. There's just a lot of really bad and racist stuff on there. That's bad. Like, this is the age of curation. Unfortunately, that is based on whatever you like. That's how I the algorithm works. I literally, I literally <laughs> had never used it before. I literally wow. had never used it before. Uh, the first stuff I looked TikTok. at was just like... Ooh, 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 ooh. Well, well uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a very... I, I, this, this episode today, I feel like, is going to be fun chaotic. Because I don't know what you guys are going to do. And I had to plan for like... I had to plan for a couple of things Has because, there... like, I know I know one thing that you guys could do, and probably still will, but like, who knows? Maybe you guys just jump out the window or something. So, does he know about us killing the mouse? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Has there been mouse? a bad? Cha- has or there been wolf a bad dragon. chaotic episode? Wolf dragon. We just got to put gold coin and some wool and the three wolves in the probability boxes. This is not gonna go the way you think. This is not gonna go the way you think. <laughs> I don't but, know why. I got gold coin last time. You got gold coin because you got real lucky. I that has not clicked to me yet. So You're lucky far, I still go I go into the expanse clothes anymore, y'all. So <laughs> I forgot about that. I really, I really was hoping at one point Dracarys was like, oh, you've been filling the fuel tank. Do you get naked like I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's the only way. Well, time to fuel up. Nameless just has a told you so look on her face. <laughs> Undoing the 75 <laughs> buttons of his yeah. immaculate waistcoat. Actually, I'm proud of just him in for... My head I'm proud of him for deciding to like immaculately dress his human form when he's like usually a dragon you know if, if you're if you look that good as a dragon you gotta put some effort into your human form it's it's not that he feels shame it's just that he's like oh the human body is so ugly yeah. <laughs> i must compensate with excellent threads well no it's it, the human body has no accentuating like it has no like cool there's no hair. horns what it's under designed there yeah designed he could, yeah. li- in that case, he could literally turn buttons. into any other race other than just a human. He could just Bipedal be an elf creatures. if he wants to be. Was that bipedal creatures just don't have anything fun? Yep. But there's dragonborn. Yeah, that seems like a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Has there been a bad chaotic episode? What's bad chaotic? I thought chaotic was always fun. <laughs> Not like bad for me. <laughs> good oh. for me is what I'm trying to say. Like it's like a good chaotic one where you're not having to like completely wing it. 
No. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, okay. I, I, I'm fairly Challenge certain accepted. I've, I've caught Let's go. all of the things. Challenge accepted. All right. I just learned uh, that these I do imagine... I, I do, I imagine that because, like, I was given basically immediate pertinent information, uh, and then later more broad pertinent information, that, like, once we get Dracarius up, Liam just, like, his eyes flash white and he collapses for, like, five minutes and then wakes up and is just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I was, I, I was gonna say, like, that moment in time that the light flashed and, and time stopped. Mm-hmm. It seemed to drag on forever. Like, there was this feeling of, like, being outside of time for an extended period. To where your mind has now collected this information and stored it in a way that is, like, subconscious memory. Like, you're not having to think about it very hard to remember it, is all I mean. It's like, it's, it's the imperceptible breaths of the mind. Right. Um, we are, so did we all just, uh, did everyone go to tuck Dracarius in, into his bed all nice I mean, and neat after our no, thing? No, Kal- Kalenth had, had just picked him up and, and started to move him somewhere. Okay. That was so where we were, we... we're gonna go tuck him into a bed. I remember someone said there's a bed. I, there's a lot of beds now, right? Yeah. He, well, there's less rooms, but they're like better rooms. They're bigger rooms. Mm. So there's like room for him, for sure. I'm pretty sure he intended to be staying in the house for a while. Maybe. But. There is a bed for him, yes. <laughs> you guys can tuck him in. Okay. He's, uh, he has a very pallid and, and, um, weakened look to his entire body. Um, mm. he's, you know, it's, mm. it's, he's like ghost white, mm. kind of like sweating. And uh, his lips are the you know are, are extremely red, and uh, there is some sort of blackened, purplish stuff kind of you know when the when he was coughing up his blood and stuff like that. It's it's kind of already blackened, and as he sets in the bed, Kalenth just kind of <clears> says, <throat> "I'm gonna have to watch over him for a little while. Make sure things are." Stable. <clears throat> yeah, that seems fine. That seems good. You, um... You don't suppose that thing's gonna come back anytime soon? I have a theory on that, actually. It's part of, um... What I saw. When I... When I used the vizier. Uh, right. Mm. Uh, Nameless, you were... You were gone for... Did you leave... Run off before or after I used the vizier? After. Uh, before. before. Before? Okay. Um, yeah. I, that was I the problem, my... was like you couldn't get back in the door because she was Yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. <clears throat> right. I, I used the vizier to try and find a way to, to save Dracarius. And I learned uh, a lot. Um, I it's, it's funny, I intended to ask a question that was very specific. Um, <clears throat> but it had a lot of broader implications. So I've, I have quite a bit of information. Um, it seems... Uh, sorry, trying to organize it all is tough. I'm, these are, are some things I know and things that I'm assuming because of them. Uh, the, the creature that attacked Dracarius as uh, the Egregore seems to have been... 
it's it's a creature of collective consciousness. But the thing that that allows it to exist between the planes and and interact with the planes is the lodestone is the mirror stones. Um, what makes sense to me in regards to why it attacked now was Tracarius had just used the mirror stone of the house for like big magic to transform it. So when that happened, it was easier to to find him than usual and and attack. So in regards to do we think it'll be back soon? Possibly not. As long as we don't try to do big mirror stone magic. I don't think using having the house do its usual thing is going to be that sort of thing, but if we try to use the stone in this way or a similar way, it could draw it back. In regards to what we would do if it did come back, I have no idea. Um, but uh, so part of the reason that the Egregore is, is tracking and attacked Dracarius was because of this this uh, scent, air quotes, um, from using the mirror stones, which at this point is something we all probably have on us. So, in asking how to save Tracarius, I might have also learned potentially the only way to save us from the Egregore as well, because it's very likely that uh, we are also on its list. Um... So I have two basic plans. The vizier gave me two ideas on things that could be done to stop the egregore. Um, and for one of them to make sense, you need to know that the mere stones themselves, they are Mistra. Each of the mirror stones, the reason it has this purpose and personality to it, they are each parts of Mistra that have been separated into these into these stones that are the, the that that helps to create this this balance of magic that we've been living with all our lives. Uh, so the one of the issues here is um, as long as the mirror stones are the way they are. The Egregore will exist and uh, will potentially haunt us. The former plan of just get them back to where they're supposed to be won't stop the Egregore. Right now, the Egregore is being controlled by the Queen, and she is using the Mirror Stone of Kuromancy to do it. But even without that, the Egregore is there. And while would likely be less targeted, would still haunt us. So the two options that I've been given, the two plans that were presented to me by the um, all-knowing god magic. We can either destroy the mere stones, uh, or we can reassemble them. Presumably, into Mistra. Um, but as you can see, that runs pretty directly counter to our old plan. So, <clears throat> uh, that's 
that's a thing. Another important thing to note is the in regards to all of this lodestone god stuff, uh, we need to. We're probably going to be dealing with the egregore a lot more, unless we get the the Kuromancy stone away from the queen. <clears throat> Whatever that entails. I have information on how to move the mirror stones. I have information on how to destroy the mirror stones. Um, and I can go into details on that uh, at any point if you guys want. But those are the basics. Um, destroy them or reassemble them. Either way, the world as we know it changes drastically. But those are the only ways to stop the Egregor from killing Dracarius, killing us, killing presumably whoever deals with the Mirror Stones in the future. You, um... You said the Egregor is a collective conscience. From my understanding, yeah. It was a creature created by the collective consciousness of everyone and brought into being by the mere stones there's there's a there's a section of uh a psychic and malignant manifestation the egregore is alive and not immaterial and tangible it exists in the cracks of reality waiting for powerful enough surges to call forth its presence to give it breath created in the sea of rage and betrayal more than a century and a half ago by two sources the queen Dristal and the raven queen it feeds on the mere stones, drawing essence from them. But it is an equal exchange. No energy is lost, simply transferred and divvied up between the entities, because the energy is not different, but one and the same. The Egregore is the Mere Stones, and the Mere Stones are Mistra, all the same in different forms. The Egregore has been manipulated into this form and forced into servitude to Queen Dristal, though the use of the through the use of the Kuromantic mirror stone. But the queen could not conjure this up herself. Uh, there is other energy to its signature as well. Uh, Deep-seated darkness, the shadow fell. The egregore has been made from the memories of the dead, long collected and coveted by the raven queen. Uh, uh, in so... regards to actively combating it, the only weakness that I, I've been made aware of is... It cannot and has no desire to touch the spirits, to touch spirits or the dead, or those graced by similar energy readings. So, um, when we say it was made by a collective conscience, it means it was made by the collective conscience of Dristal and the Raven Queen. It was shaped by them, but it's a creature of, uh... Uh, the, me the memories of the dead, essentially. Yeah. But it doesn't have to have the form or the purpose that it has. It only has mm. that because of the queens. Yes. And it, you can have some sort of control over it using the Kiromantic Stone. I don't know. It's tough. Like what, these... what you would know, what you would know, <clears throat> Liam, is that its purpose is is immutable. The purpose will always be to hunt the mere stone energy, but through the Kuromantic lodestone, you could the, the mere stone like you could have the degree of control. 
and the the that that near stone in particular is the one that created it so it also has that when it talks about like energy readings that's what it's talking about is like if you were if you were to be in possession of that it would have less of a reason to hunt you um also i i know a bit more about all the lodestones now i know what part of mistra they represent i know they're they're set to purpose uh i know their original purpose and i know their current purpose which could be useful in either destroying or moving them if um <clears throat> is there a way for if the consciousness that makes up the Agricor mm. was gone would it cease to exist it's the it's the memories of the dead I don't know if there's a way to remove that energy from wherever they're drawing it from it's not like if it was made out of the if it was a creature of the consciousness of the living maybe we maybe simply by changing people's outlook we could change the way the creature is shaped but it's the memories of it's it's people who've who've already passed more people have died than are currently living it'd be a lot of energy to draw on This is, um, this is a lot. Yeah. I assume what the queen wants is to reassemble the stones. I don't know about that. Hmm. Assembling the stones, from my understanding, would bring back Mistra. And I can't imagine that would go over very well. If if your if your purpose is throwing off the balance, then that's directly counter to the reason, Mistra. Just re read separate. Plan B one more time towards the end. Okay. Uh, once they have been assembled, the dominion over the world and the material plane is at your fingertips. Oh, yikes! Okay. You must then convince them of a new purpose, realign and embolden the world into a new place. Okay. So yeah, no. If she was the one to reassemble the stones, she would basically be able to read, like, basically do what Mister did, but in whatever way she wanted. She would be able to reshape the world into what she thought worked best for her as opposed to an idea of what works best for everyone. Well, I think <clears throat> I remember Nameless saying something about the Raven Queen grieving for Mistra. What's that? I was trying to look that up, too. It was when we were in the Tower of Blight, I'm pretty sure. I think he yeah, saw... I, yeah, for some reason, my all of my tower notes are like... Mm. It's all good. 
but yes, like they, they, they were like lovers. I remember that. So, it's possible that I can't imagine the Raven Queen would want these stones to be destroyed. Then, if these stones are Mistra, but if they're reassembled, that could mean she could bring Mistra back. I would assume. Or at least some semblance of her. Yeah, but, um... I'm not sure why Dristal would be... interested in that plan. Dristal but... could be being manipulated the way we were by the Raven Queen. Could be. I mean, all, like, all you would need to do is tell... Tell her what's possible without telling her what you intend to use the magic for. If the Raven Queen wants to bring back Mistra, she doesn't have to tell the Queen that. She just has to tell her you'll be able to shape the world how you want. The Raven Queen is also the patron of, um, of Bovasia. It's... They're very closely connected, so it is possible that Dristal actually does share that goal. I don't know to what... And I don't know what she would want to change about the world. Either way, if I had to put my money on it, that's what they're trying to do. They're not trying to destroy the stones, but if these stones are being moved... But to reassemble them, would they have to be in the same place? They do. I do know how to move them. Uh, but if we want to assemble them... Uh, we have to get them to Mount Coriandi. Is that the original? Um. Does anybody want to do a history check? I, I I'll give I'll give you set Lolly. You can do a religion instead if you want. Okay. But anybody can try to do a history check. I'm pretty sure I know what this is. Who is proficient in the history skill, I'll say. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Alright. Uh, who rolled? Okay, the two of you. Uh, sit lolly? 20. 15? 15. Uh, sit lolly. That's... Um, Mount Coriende is the is the birthplace of the three sisters. That is the... It's where the ascension that was the, that was the That was the, the, the origin of the ascension. That's also where Dolora first uh, spoke to them when they started their plan to become gods. Okay. Well, it makes sense that we have to go there. How would you move all the stones there? Is the They can move themselves along the ley lines. You just need to convince them that it is... You need to convince them that their set purpose... You need to appeal to their set purpose and get them to move themselves, basically. And all the ley lines join at the, at the mountain. I would assume so. We know there's a ley line there, if that's where the Kiromancy stone meets is uh, supposedly supposed to go based on your information. Yes. So, <clears throat> we know they can get there. Uh, and it would make sense that that is where the ley lines 
connect. We would just need to convince them. If we're the ones to do it, then we get to decide how the world changes. Yes. I, I love making decisions that affect the entire world without their input. It's worked great for us in the past. And I love doing it very much. Wait, this explains the wars. Is it Lolly? Are we? It... We're still in the room with Kalenth, right? Like say we didn't say leave. that again. We're still in the room with Kalenth and Dracarius. We didn't actually leave. I didn't get told you wanted to leave. So yeah, I would assume you guys were still in the same room. Cool. So I'm gonna turn to Kalenth. Mm-hmm. Um, He's. You can tell that they've been listening, but they've been kind of just like still paying attention to Dracarius and just making sure the the puzzle box is sort of just spinning. Right next to him, in uh, suspended in air, as you turn to him. Um, well, you you wanted to move the mere stones to begin with, um, or at least you wanted help. Yeah, I. Yes, I didn't. I didn't want to move them. Uh, in terms of some grand scheme. It was a moment of passion, and, and, and you're looking at he—he—they uh, he, point to the to Dracarius on the bed. They're looking at the person who made me aware of their existence. What would you do in this case? Uh, ask ask him more questions. I don't have any answers for you. I have what I know. What I would do is, is, is... The only truth remains is that... Dristal, she... wanted a lot of things in the past. Used me to try to get them, and I decided to fight against it. That is why Grania exists. Go ahead, nameless. Sorry, I just was. I'm, I'm not really good at the religion thing, and maybe I've missed this in the past. Why don't? Why is it so bad if Mistra becomes reassembled? I think on that side of the plan, that idea. So, from what I understand, it doesn't necessarily inherently bring back Mistra. I think that's a potential outcome that could happen if that's the will of the person who assembled it. Um, I think the danger is that ability to shape the entirety of existence on the material plane is something that could very easily be abused. If this queen, who has seemingly worked in the past against the good of many for her own benefit, had that ability, it wouldn't go well for everyone. And if we did it, we could potentially make a better decision, but I don't know what that is. And as I hinted at sarcasm earlier, the idea of making earth-shaping decisions, that doesn't appeal to me greatly. Um, I, uh, I'm pretty sure we definitely don't want them to decide what ends up happening to uh, to the material plane 
because um, I'm pretty sure the reason all these wars are starting is as a way to make the stones move back. If um, the stones, I'm assuming they were originally put into place to keep this plane safe and stable. Right, that was, that was the entire point, was to try and make this a, uh, try and make this like a safe place. Things were chaotic before. If the world gets destabilized, if all of it is consumed in war, if the stones can be convinced that, that it needs to be remade, it could get them to go back. So far, they've been trying to start a war on every continent, and I'm... we know Arwen is connected. It seems Arwen is connected to Drastal, which means that Drastal is connected to every one of these wars that's been that they've been trying to start. If Grania and Bovesia go back to war, that might be enough. I don't know that it would be. I think it might be a start. I think some of it might be to get access to the stones. But the thing is, the stones themselves were created and sent to basically split up the planes so that the chaos of having them overlap and intersect and those magics intersect. Um, like, like the, the stones and what, what Mistra did was separating those things and making it so magic is accessible without that overlap, right? But that's the stones as a whole. The stones don't currently respond as a whole. They are all individuals with very specific uh, goals. And I don't know how you change those goals. Obviously, some of the purposes of the stones have been changed in the past. And I don't know how that was accomplished. Um, the, the most obvious example is, is necromancy. When we came across the necrotic mirror stone, its goal was, was hold Kalinth captive. And it was told to do that under the idea of preventing imbalance. So somehow, its original purpose, which is... The original purpose of the necromancy stone was, was... was that of balance. It was respecting balance and... and, and, and keeping the, the cycle of life uh, balanced. But somehow, this stone was convinced or changed to believe that our, our now friend Kalenth was the biggest threat to that balance and changed its purpose to holding them captive. So so I don't think just the aspect of the worlds in chaos would be enough. You would it would take uh, another example uh, honestly one of the another one that had its purpose changed abjuration is set currently to protecting Sestead. So as opposed to war almost defeats that purpose of trying to get it to move. If there's a war, then it would, might feel more urgency it needs to protect Sestead. Whereas, and this is the only idea I have for moving any of the stones, if we could convince Abjuration that it being in Sestead, while there are powerful forces that want to use it, uh, puts Sestead in danger. So if we can make a convincing enough argument that the best thing it could do would be leaving Sestead, we might be able to get it to go to the mountain. 
and we'll need to do that for every single stone. Including the one... Including the one... In space? Well, I'm hoping... I'm hoping we don't need to get to that stone physically to talk to it. It is the stone of divination. Divination is... If anything is going to be able to communicate with you from a distance, it's probably divination. It is... He's just disappointed. He's, he's like, Why he wants to, to make a rocket. Oh, we're getting to space. I don't know what you're talking about. We're going. We're going. That's Miles, not Liam. That's possible, but I've never talked to a mere stone without being by it. Sit, Lolly. Not to be that person. We keep talking about moving the stones, and I know that destroying them is probably pretty bad, but what exactly would destroying them do? Because Dest if that takes it out of even our hands because what gives us the right to make earth-changing decisions unfortunately I mean, that would in itself be an earth-changing decision if yeah. we don't then somebody else is going to yeah so here's 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 what the only all i understand unfortunately my question was very pointed yes so the plans i have are specifically egregore based the two ways we can be rid of it are basically get to reshape the universe and reshape it in a way where the egregore doesn't exist. What destroy... The egregore exists between planes in the cracks between the planes that are keep us separate. Destroying the lodestones destroys that separation. The planes will start to bleed together and when those cracks disappear, the egregore will, will, will suffocate. So it puts us back, and I don't, I'm not, and I'm not proficient in history. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know what the past looked like before, the, before all this god bullshit. But, um, but it would put us back to the chaos of the planes intermingling. Which, while on that side, we don't get to point and pick. How the world changes it does still change basically making that decision is picking in advance saying okay that option's good enough as opposed to the option where we get to make another choice which i'm not saying is a better or worse one that's just the difference either way everything changes and either way we're the ones making that choice if the planes collapse um things like that double invasion they're going to be much easier if not a constant. Right. I suppose... Well, I don't know enough about the other planes. I mean, it, it seems to me like the world's already broken up into... The, you know, power. People with power use it to make the people without work for them. And if you start introducing... Like, magic is a part of that. Uh, imbalance of power, right? People with magic have power over people that don't. And laws prevent them from not. But if you have even more powerful things, things like devils, things like whatever's in the other planes. The illithids? Are they from another plane? Like, just coming in easily. Yes. At that point, it's we could end up with a thousand, ten thousand year war between devils and illithids and we're cannon fodder. 
until we're all dead and then they just fight on our corpses. And none of that might happen, but which means you know, that our, we've got an which, overactive imagination and anxiety, so... Which means that the two options we have, well, the three options we have, one, we destroy the stones, we have the planes collapse, and we roll the dice on what that ends up meaning for everybody we know that lives here. Two, we try to get the stones back to their original place, and for as long as we're alive, try to make sure that they don't get destroyed or reassembled, to try and keep things the way that they are, as the Egregore keeps existing and potentially hunting us. Or three... Definitely hunting us. Or three, we assemble the stones. We make sure that we're the ones that do it, and we decide what things look like. And that's the tricky part there. The second part of that. I mean, the third part's significantly trickier, but I have no, con- <laughs> I have, I have no concept of how to deal with that problem. The issue is if we start working towards reassembling these stones, and uh, the queens, the pair of queens, um, start, they realize what we're doing. They could, we could get all the stones back but one. Then they bring the last one and try and reach, like, for all we know, what they that we would be doing what they're trying to do, and any work we put towards it could also be helping them, assuming you can't get there first. I don't know what the process of assembling them looks like. Even even if Tristal is removed, it's very likely the Raven Queen can enlist other people. And that's the issue with option two, leaving things as they are. Even if we kill Dristal, put all the stones back, and spend the rest of our lives while we're being hunted, making sure they're safe, once we are all dead, the Raven Queen finds someone else, convinces them to help. I I have a question, again. You just said that they could just do all the work, or we could do all the work, and then they take the last one, right? Maybe. Don't, don't we have the last one? Like, we physically have it in our person. So why don't we let yeah. them do the work? And then we do that. And go, bam. My fear is Kalev that... turns around and oh. looks to you, Nameless, and says... Well. Then... It's not a bad plan. Truthfully. Sit and wait. But the two things facing you, currently... One... She knows you exist, and she knows what you have. And she knows that you stand against her. To think that she would leave you to last is where your plan falters. It's not bad, I just mean to say it's it's the weak point of it. And two, oh. they have no compunction about saving lives while they take these things. So you would be condemning many people to die if you wanted to sit and wait. Those are the only points I would make out. I stand next to you, ready to do whatever. I just mean to say, consider no, I, that as part of your plan. I understand that. I just was curious if that was an option. But also, I thought we were going to kill her, maybe, I thought. Yeah, that's why I think it's better for us to go after her than to wait for her to come after us. Uh, another point, uh, 
so that the that plan might be it might be at least part of what their plan is currently like at this point they are literally in like a mirror image of our situation like they they don't know we know what we do um but they know we are trying to do something with the mirror stones they might think we're trying to put them back but they also physically have a mirror stone with them and could potentially if we if we just went around mirror stone hunting without you know going to kill the queen which i we all think is a great idea so thumbs up to killing Tristal. um they could just wait for us to do all the work and then bring their mirror stone. So I think first step is dealing with that, not just because of the, they have one of the mirror stones and that makes it extra dangerous to us, but also because with it, they make the egregore significantly more dangerous to us. It'll still be hunting us, but if they don't have direct control over it, it'll be less pointed, uh, makes us harder to find. So I think, that is the thing. Also, I think the fact that the Knights of the Sapphire Heart are after us, even if they are not directly working for the Raven Queen, they're being manipulated by uh, Dristal vis-a-vis warrants for our arrest. I think that it would be, at this point, I, I am working under the assumption that they are involved, if not... If not Either. directly, they're they're secondarily involved and would continue to be manipulated. Um, all the all yeah, all that information about us was absolutely given to them by either Gestal or Arwen. Yeah, like and and yeah, and that's the other thing. Even if we even when we when we kill Gestal, uh, I don't even think it has to be the Raven Queen will go out and find new people. I think that the Raven Queen is currently working with several sets of people simultaneously and that's why we have wars breaking out everywhere it wouldn't surprise me if the raven queen directly was interacting with arwen and with the knights specifically yeah the bronze wolves too potentially uh and if not directly then through through arwen uh in in whatever case may be and others so i think uh, luckily, luckily a lot of these people are on our kill list anyway so we can we can remove as much influence as we can uh, that the Raven Queen directly has in our plane um, mm. by taking out these people that, that she's working with and I think that that's a good idea so my um my initial inclination is that we make sure we're the ones who assemble the stones but even if we decide we don't want to, either way, I think the first thing we have to do is protect Harrow and take out Arwen and Dristal. No matter what, we have to do those things. Yeah. To preserve ourselves, if nothing else. If they take Harrow, they have access to that stone as well. Yeah. Um... I don't, and, uh, think, I, don't, I don't think we need to decide for sure what we do yet. And maybe we change our minds later, but I think we at least... I think we at least know what we need to do next. Uh, for the record, in case I die, I'm going to tell you guys how to destroy a mirror stone. 
this plan is very unfortunately these plans both seem to, it's not even they're they're both all or nothing and they are it seems to me if at any point out of for any reason or necessity we have to destroy a stone i don't believe the reassembling the rest of them would work if you destroy one, it's basically as good as destroying them all. Well, I don't think it accomplishes the same thing, but I think at that point, the only plan is to destroy the rest of them. Because reassembling them without... Reassembling half of them that happen to be left, I don't think will have the effect. Anyway, here's how you destroy a mere stone. In case I die and can't tell you, and you have to at some point. I'm going to read it straight up, y'all. Um, to destroy a mirror stone, you must challenge its worldview, its purpose. You must evoke it to protect its current purpose, thereby causing energy to surge. Um, during this surge of energy, the mirror stone is at its weakest. It's vulnerable to magic that is diametrically opposed to it. Um, and it can be destroyed if enough magic is able to counter its power. So, it needs about 20 levels worth of spells. So, like, 20 first level spells or 10 second level spells, so on and so forth. Uh, it causes a massive feedback, feedback loop of magic that will cause the mirror stone to collapse on itself, but it runs the risk of wreaking havoc on the immediate area along with it. Also doing this deteriorates the gaps between planes, suffocating the agrivore. And also, presumably, ending what Mistra did. I believe, so, uh, basically, we need to convince the mirror stone to use its magic to its purpose, and put magic into it that is of the opposite school of magic. Um, which I had a list of at some point, but I believe it's stuff like... Uh, uh, enchantment, illusion. Yeah. Delusion uh, and divination, enchantment and transmutation, right. conjuration oh. and necromancy and abjuration and evocation, chromancy and chronomancy. Okay. Those. Which I don't have the spell slots for. Um, it would take a lot of us. Yeah. Um, or the use of lodestones. Um, but it wouldn't be an easy thing to do. I don't think convincing them to move would be easy either. But destroying them, not easy. That's how you do it. Hmm. It also sounds like destroying one might destroy anybody nearby. Yeah, uh, honestly, hearing about the effect of it, um, it reminds me of stuff like the, the the Hills of Madness. But obviously that stone is currently not dead. Um, but I, I, I think it would... I think it would make sense to, like, even if it was just a physical effect on the area around it, it would probably not be a simply a, a temporary one. I think I think what happens in the hills of I think the hills of madness aren't um, I think what's happening there is what the stone has been told is its purpose. Enact introspection was its original purpose. Its current that, purpose is seed doubt and dissension. I would love to know who changed the purpose of this stone. This is all. It's, it's really good that we know all this. Um, thank you for the dump. Um, I think uh, while we're on the way I I want to get this, this new weapon started it won't be ready in time for 
Harrow, I'm sure, but... Especially with this thing running around. The sooner we have it done, the better, I think. Out of character, are you okay not taking a rest during this bit? If we go do this, I'm fine. I'm missing three spell slots, one in each level. I'll be okay. If we have, ni if, if we have nine hours left, I think we'd still have time to... Uh... I mean, if we start forging it right away, we might be doing that till we get there. Or are we making it? I thought we were just taking it to Hellpike. He needs to use my hammers. I don't... I don't... I, I use my hammers. <laughs> I I use them. I don't... Do we... Uh... I don't loan out my hammer. There's a reason they magically return to me. I'm very protective. <laughs> well, do, do we... Do, I guess, do we start the, the pike... Do we start the hell pike after Harrow, then? I'm, I'm down to go. I'm okay on spell slots. My health's fine. I'm would... missing three. It's fine. It seems like it would take longer than nine hours to make... I mean, nine hours weapon, straight right? might be enough, but it would be straight, so that's probably not what's going to happen. Yeah. You, okay. guys would take, you would take exhaustion because you'd be pushing it. Yeah, we're not going to take away your hammers before we fight to save your hometown again. No one's taking away my hammers ever. If, if he's using them, I'm there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you'd figure, you'd figure two things, Liam. You don't know... It's not that you don't know how to make a pike. It's that you don't know this metal. And you don't know what the process he's trying to do. So, like, you can't even start it. Um, Maybe he won't need the hammers yet if he's just if he's got to, like, prep the metal or something. We can talk to him about it and see what the process is. We can, we can go do that. I'm good for it. Like I said, I'm I'm chill without a rest. It means I'm going without the shuffle, but like, I've used I think, one of each level spell slot. I'll be okay if we end up in a fight. I think going there and just like dropping the metal off and seeing, I, I guess just like saying like, hey, we'll be back in like a day or something. Like, I don't think that would take, how long would that take? There's probably no point doing that. Yeah, never mind. This isn't important. Let's just do the hero thing. Okay. I'm overcomplicating something that we can just do afterwards. Um, Kalenth looks to you all and he says, I... I'll take this watch with him. Make sure he's stable for the rest of the time. Um, when he wakes up, then maybe he'll be able to illustrate something more to us. Just in case he isn't awake by the time that we get there. Do you know how to land this? <laughs> no. Oh. I'll go look into it. Okay. <clears throat> uh, as you head downstairs to the basement, Liam, um, coming into the control room, it's like it's expanded out, like parts of the the actual layout have updated as well. It seems cleaner. Um, as if the whole place got like a tune-up. <laughs> and uh, the the control deck is now um, a more full room. It actually also has like a glass, like a window to look out below you. And you're seeing as... Uh, 
the the house is still moving currently, and so you look out over the window and you see that you're, uh, uh, like you can see the expanse of of Jortenia below you. And going back up to the light panel, you see that there's also like a heart. There's basically something similar to what you saw from the skyships of Bovasia, of like how to operate it. So there is methods to like bring the bring the the house lower or you know make it so that it's closer to the ground kind of a thing. There are methodologies to that. All right. It's pretty simple to learn. Is all I mean by that. Is like you feel pretty confident that you'd be able to steer it down. And currently, you're on the path towards Harrow. Cool, cool, cool. Again, about nine hours before you actually get there. Because if we're not doing the pickaxe thing, I'll, I'll, I'll rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for everyone involved. Uh, Feel free to hit your long rest button. So, nameless. No. <laughs> no! Oh, no. <laughs> I was reading my spells. Ah, the one, uh, this is why I'm doing you first, so you have the most well, time to read your spells later. Um, you. Take your you, you you take your leave to go uh, kind of relax and and rejuvenate out in the courtyard. Front or back? The uh, the back. Sorry, yeah. Last session I called them both. I'll call the front the landing, like the front landing. Okay. The back would be the courtyard, right? Okay. Like the actual. So, um. The kitchen seemed to be slightly updated, but it didn't seem like it. Like it, you know, it got like a. Got like a, a what you know one of those coffee makers I don't know what they're called anymore Keurig yeah it's got like a Keurig or whatever it's got like, you know, we got coffee now lit <laughs> yeah uh, nameless is just like really jived but like legitimately one hundred percent compostable uh you know refillable little, yeah yeah refill yeah like but they're actually like you know they can actually be recycled uh so you head outside to the courtyard and. Like he said, he has expanded the reach of the lawn. The tree is now no longer the edge of it. It stands at its center. So it's kind of elongated the house in a different way. And gone is that watchtower. Hmm. And it is just kind of... He's also, by that metric, like it has allowed for better, like farmland if you want it there's there's not like an acre or anything like that but there's a good sizable stuff that you could you could open up the garden to more possibilities if you wanted to um all of the animals you kind of gather with you and there's the the silence by the tree and after a little while you find yourself drifting to sleep for a time and during this rest, you dream. And this dream brings you forward into this familiar forest. You've been here before. It is a, a, sort of an autumnal forest. This beautiful sort of 
end of summer, beginning of fall feel to it all. The temperature is cool enough. The ground is just, uh, has, has, you know, just like a, a slight dew wetting the ground. And there is the scent of pine. And you look around you and there's no, there are no firs, there's no conifers next to you. There is no, like, pine trees. And as that wind kind of hits you, you turn back and they're standing in this very large, you know, is this very large figure comparatively to you who has the antlers sort of uh, on their crown and a giant fur uh, coat as well as like a bow strapped to their chest and uh, a couple other little, you know, knives, trappers, that kind of stuff. You've seen this figure before. They've spoken to you before. Me nameless? Yeah, you nameless. Oh. They've spoken to you before. This is this is the one who gave you that cryptic message from a long time. Oh, hi there, friend. <laughs> and, I thought perhaps I was having a puberty dream. I got excited. Okay, I'm I'm here now on the page. <laughs> I had a puberty dream and got excited. <laughs> this this meeting, you're actually able to see them clearer and sort of not as shadowed like their hood has you know like like, has been removed so like their antlers and everything all like the antlers almost look like a circlet like a like a headband but then there's all part of it that also looks like it actually comes from them Mm, okay and he's got these tusks and uh on his brow he has this blue semicircle and then this little line down the nose and then a red like a cross from from eye to eye just sort of seems like a chalked paint or something like pressed on he looks to you he says well You finally take steps towards destiny. I was sort of forced, but yes. Hence, destiny. He starts to walk between the trees in front of you. I follow. (laughs) It's sort of a leisure pace. And he kind of like, there's moments where he starts to drift between the trees. And as you're following him, every time you guys pass a tree, it like changes season in the, in the hallways that you're walking down, like the, the hallway of trees, right? So you start in the autumn and as he, he takes you left and you start going summer, spring, winter, autumn, summer, spring, winter, autumn, like you're walking for seems like miles but the time 
time is, is dilating differently. It doesn't feel... You can feel distance, but you, you, you can't feel like it's taking a very long time. And as he, as he does this, he, he, he says to you... Uh, sorry. Come on, stupid thing. Oh my god, it's not registering. That's annoying. He says, uh, I'd like to speak to you of truth. Okay. What is it that you find important? To know something? To know something is true. Or to know what you feel about the thing. I want to say the first part, but I think I behave more second. Doesn't matter what your behavior is. Do you like the fact or do you like the truth? I guess the second. I prefer more my opinion on it. Hmm. You see? I don't mean to be like that. But it's how I... It's what I do. So I could say the first, but that would be a lie. would be. No reason to. Then allow me to speak my truth. I don't feel a lot of things very often. Not a Just don't. There is one in a long time who saw through something, saw through me. It's an interesting proposition to be placed in. There's a God. And so I decided to help this person. I don't dip my toe into things. No reason for it. You guys all figure out your own stuff anyway. You should be left to your own devices. Um. At least that's what... Well, my sister says that. That's good enough for me. All I've ever wanted to do is this hunt and exist and pay respects to the hunted. He stops walking 
once you've reached um basically like one of the it's it's been about by your estimation it's been about 14 years like winter so you know like going through the seasons okay and you're you're back in spring he stops this is And this was the. This was where I decided to do so. Looking around at the trees around him, you kind of. You get this feeling of familiarity. And it feels like home. And there's a the smell of home. And there's. Smell of your mother. And he says. I thought dreams make it help her through dreams. I mean, I have an inkling, but I'd really like you to say it, who? Adelaide. Adelaide Wolfhaven spoke to her in dreams. Yes, that was who I thought. Why did you think that was easier? Made her life hell. I know now. Or I knew then. Afterward. I thought they'd listen. He didn't. He sort of like gets to his knees and even at his knees he's sort of eye level with you. This is I was trying to protect from what I knew what was happening. This plague that would befall humanity, all living things. That's not a hunt. It's a massacre. It has no balance. It has no structure. So I thought I could show her. She knew. She knew Arwen. She knew depths that person would go. The plague that he wanted to bring. And I pushed too hard. Why her? My sister kind of read me the riot act after that. So I stepped back. At least that's what I told her. You've always had something 
since that moment. You can call it revenge. You can call it justice. I want you to understand that it's destiny. This confrontation can only happen through you. It can only happen because of you. I did my best. I walked the world a while after that. Named Nix. Trying to fix mistakes. Just remember, you fight with me at your side, should you desire it. My last gift to a world that does not desire myself, my services. Um... I'm going... I know it's probably really disrespectful, but I'm going to hug him, them. Him. Him. Okay. And he... I don't think that we don't desire... I think we've all stopped learning how to listen to each other and to the world around us. And I'm going to let go. I don't really like hugging either. That's fine. You just seemed like you needed one. never had one. Then I was right. He gets up. I... I'm not one big for names. But I think I'd like to know yours. I deserve that much my name is Bellamore but once you called me Nix he starts to step away and walk down the hallway of trees again and as he does he's like so you can call me whichever of those you like That's really cute. Uh, As you wake up. Yeah. The rest of your sleep is sound and you kind of exit your meditation. That's so cute. (laughs) Oh my 
want to cry. That's really cute. Sorry. <laughs> Good. Good. I I was I was really excited to do that. That was really you. cute. Yeah. That that's been uh since you since you did your character story that was there. Just like the just like the panther bit. Just like all of that. That was like That's what I thought when you said it originally and I was like, that can't be. That's not like and then you're like then you I was like, ow Sorry, mm -hmm. microphone. <laughs> not us. Microphone. Well, whoever has to <laughs> sorry, to it sorry to inanimate object, not people. Actually, no. I, I, so Rachel just got a bunch of squishmallows last night, and I saw Henry the turtle, and there was another one in a package, and I was like, okay. Well, I took the one out of the package out, and then I started feeling bad about the one that I picked up, and then I was like, oh, well, this one still deserves to get loved yeah. too, because like I don't want the one out of the pack. I, okay, well I'll just take the Guys, one that I already picked up. Yeah, you gotta so. hold them all. That's the nice thing is they're so squishy. You can squish them all. It's not, not really that part. Though. It was he's just a cute turtle. His name's Henry. That's pretty great. You gotta drop him from like twenty feet up and film it in slow motion. <laughs> uh. <It's> TikTok challenge. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't actually like they're not that squishy. I don't think they work. Um, um no, it works. Video. It works. <laughs> There's a whole entire montage. Gross. Honestly, the way that was phrased, I don't like it. <laughs> um, Set Lolly, you are kind of in a, a, a peaceful sort of... As you're kind of doing exit exercises, sort of a nightly ritual of just kind of like a wind down. There's this moment as you're kind of stretching out that you feel the presence and they're copying your movements this this like energy presence sort of mimicking all these things and there's this moment where as you're following through on a form the hand like hands just sort of delicately place your arm slightly up as if to correct a movement there's nothing there you can feel this sort of powerful presence you sit you connect And in that closed state, there feels like a moment like pulling from your the, the crown of your head, right? Like, and just like pulling forward. And as you open your eyes, you're feeling sort of like projected across space, across time. You're, you're kind of pulled pulled, pulled, pulled towards the sun. And as you sit at the sun, a voice washes over you and says, I have shown you something before. Allow me to show you once more the path before you is difficult. And it might be the last one. 
that I will share with you. So, step with me. And it kind of leads you through this feeling of like this well, this like gravitational well. And as you pull out on the other side, you're seeing a landscape that is competing with itself. There are crags that just continuously move through rolling hills. And then you notice that it's not crags. It is like a titanous creature moving through. Winds are chaotic and blow every which way. And this presence speaks to you saying, the world before was one of unending upheaval. Myself and others like me stood above it simply through <laughs> simply through power it's what drives everything today we fought my friends and I for something better we got close and through very specific people's actions we saw it come true and since it has been perverted which leads me to believe that we were wrong That we had too big a hand in deciding what came next. The three sisters definitely gave their all. But we overplayed. I overplayed. I wanted to protect people, and I wanted to rid corruption, and I did what it took to get it. I never told, never told them what they were doing, what they were giving up, because then it wouldn't happen. I want you to see this. And I want you to know if this is what you want, choose it. And if it isn't, I leave it to you. I fight because it is my proof to the air around me that I am still deserving. 
I prove to myself that I am living and not forgotten. Prove to yourself and not me. I am just a warrior. You can be better. That is what I saw in the desert. Not to sound ungrateful, uh, but why, why me? Like, there were so many other people to choose from. I liked your face. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. You ran. I just saw myself in and I continue to see something better if you stop thinking that I am more than I am I am only a warrior be more stay to see you through. And there's that rush into feeling back into yourself, a tingling through your body. With that, we'll go to break. You're listening to the Natural Ones Podcast. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to subscribe and rate on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the show. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Natural Ones. We are back from break, and uh, very excited to be so. Uh, we're going to jump right back in after you guys have kind of had your discussions, and uh, Lolly and Nameless, you guys have... Yeah, you, you've done what you've done. Um, Philip, mm -hmm. as you're kind of getting prepared and getting your gear together, kind of trying to make sure that everything is 
readied and, and um, there's that slight glow about what just happened. Regardless of the, the violence, there's that remembrance of being able to have make that made that amend with your father. At least even for us, for now. It's kind of rejuvenating. And you you fall to sleep not short after. And as you do, you as your eyes close and you finally drift, your eyes open back up to you're like under a tree canopy and it extends far 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 out from you like you your eyes open and you follow it down and it seems like this canopy stretches for miles but you're not seeing any trees and eventually you look around you and you're at the base of a giant mound of trees all warping into one gigantic tree and it sort of hits you this realization of this is more than likely the multiplicitous tree the center of the Feywild the tree of creation where all life starts and standing on a branch, just kind of looking out over the ever-present desk, dusk, the ever-present dusk of the Feywild. These nice little overalls and sort of dirt-covered hands stands R.O.Y. She just kind of looks out. Uh, nice weather today. It is. Are you um? <clears throat> are you worried about what's gonna happen? No, not worried. No. Interested? Yes. I just I guess I just wanted to talk to you see how you were feeling I just know it's not easy You have a lot that you want to do. Yeah. It's very possible I'm not going to be able to do all of it, but... It was always that way. It was always a possibility, you know? Yeah. I guess I figure the more time I spend worrying about that, the less time I'll spend actually getting those things done. Mm. Yes. All the way. 
there are times where I worry about what happens if I fail, but I think the reality is if I do, I won't really be around to address it, so. Kind of a gift of that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, finally, it won't be my problem anymore. But I think, um... You seem to have good friends to help you do it, then. Yeah. I'm really hoping they manage to make it through. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. Because I am too. It's kind of why I'm still here, you know? Just hoping that your friend pulls through. Yeah. And she was really nice once upon a time. No, okay, nice is... Right, no, she wasn't really nice. She was... She was really stuck up. No, it's kind of the fun part. I mean, I think I understand. I... You know, we hear the stories, we hear about how it happened, and we talk about how noble a sacrifice it is, and we talk about all the great things it did for us, but we don't spend a lot of time talking about what it must be like to for you all to have just kept living afterwards. Your story didn't end with the Ascension. It didn't, it didn't end for her either, and so I understand. It's not right. I don't think what she's doing is correct, but I understand. What does correctness have to do with anything? Your friend's in pain. I can't do anything to help her you know that's what kind of keeps me here <laughs> and she kind of like taps the tree she's like I keep thinking that this is going to give something you know something I can use for her. I just don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. She's just. She can't remember who she is. That's the hardest part. 
was just seeing your friend not know what she means to you. So I don't blame her. <laughs> the only thing she ever held on to were those memories. Yeah. And, uh... It's the only thing that makes her herself. She says a lot of hurtful things. So just remember that, if you can. She's my friend, and I really love her. I hope she makes it too. sit for a while yeah this is um it's not exactly how I imagined it but it's well it's probably better kind of a fun part yeah um one question Pseudo dragons. Was that you or was that before you? Oh, oh that was before me for you, sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. You don't get that cute from design. It just happens. I was going to say, I was going to give you like a. No. <clears throat> no, I. I wish I could, though. Well, you know. There's a little mouse inside our mirror. Oh, no, that was me, though. That was you? Yeah, that was me. All right, really good job on that one. Um, yeah. Mine needed. They can get a little lippy sometimes. Well, uh, maybe you should treat them better. Well, that's... I'll try to keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of gives you a little hug towards the towards the end and uh, drift back awake. Sort of a half-remembered dream. But all the emotion and all the, the satisfaction is there. Of, like... <laughs> get a little lippy like fuck you <laughs> he has like a whole personality you know I don't know if you really want that in a slave you don't tell somebody their poetry sucks to their face yeah, you, you write do, about you, you write, want them to get you, better you write about it in a journal oh yeah and you publish a it critic yeah yeah <laughs> If I learned anything from Ratatouille, yeah. it's that you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. He goes there in person and he falls in love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe if Nameless was, you know, doing her, her animal shelter, then the mousling's like, this is poetry in motion. We get up there and the mousling's just like pulling her hair. <laughs> <laughs> she, she builds That's a shelter. That's what I was. 
That's what I was imagining. <laughs> That's yeah. what you were thinking of was like, oh. I was like, oh, put me in my hair. <laughs> you just see me uh, start wearing chef hats everywhere. Hey. She doesn't cook. What? If... <laughs> Liam, can you make a wisdom saving throw for me, please? <laughs> what? It's the blue sure. bubbles. Oh, he's getting a mean one. <laughs> Seventeen? Seventeen! Alright. There's this moment as you drift off and all the thoughts swimming in your head and things moving a mile a minute. A miles a minute. Uh, is, oh, wow. is Is there's the familiar feeling of the ringing in your ears. That rhythmic hammering. And then a minute of that hammering goes by. It's that feeling when you're asleep when you can force yourself awake. You finally realize it's a dream. And you open your eyes. You are standing in a... Like, there is light from above you shining directly down on you. The space around you is about 40 feet in diameter. It's like a circle. And as you look down, and you kind of take it in, you notice the concentric circles of like the binding of magic and all of the, like the, you know, like the motif that's in the, in the center of the house at the, at the foyer. Like that, like the the, the, the the layering of the planes and all these things. All of the magic arcane runes are there as well. Uh, just kind of engraved. Um, and without a smith's tools or whatever, or like a metal worker's tools, basically, you can tell the metal you stand on is very pure. It's... It, it's... Like, it's... um Sorry... It's a platinum by your reckoning. This smooth sheet pressed in. Beyond the light of your circumference, complete and utter darkness. Uh. There is, no, no, I was about to... I, just, I, I thought... I, I, there was a bit of a like a reaction, so I, I thought you were about to say something. Um, a voice, thunderous and bone-chilling, strikes out at the room. And as the voice comes, you hear, like, a mass moving in the darkness. as such for the trials of his father and that father before him. Correct. I nod. <laughs> that was for the podcast audience. Yes, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, this is... 
wielded ancient magic. Saw beyond your depths. Was mortal as yourself gained from toying with forces beyond his control. Depends on which forces you're talking about. I've meddled with plenty of forces in my day and usually for a different reason than the last. <clears throat> I speak of creation. I speak of order. You would seek to mess with this. I can't speak to order or not, but creation is is generally the reason I meddle with magic at all. No. I don't. I don't know who you are. I don't know where I am. I barely know what mess I'm in the middle of most of the time. All I know is I want... I want to make things. Mm. We're up to me if the world were fine, or it weren't fine and I weren't in the middle of it. <laughs> I'd just spend my time making beautiful magic. Don't know what that sort of thing does to the um, order and all that, but creation at least is something I think about. And the shifting kind of. It's as if a mountain is moving next to you the whole time, kind of just like encircling you at your feet. What do you see? Map? Mm. Balance? Arguably? Depending on who you ask. The result of a great sacrifice? Mm. <clears throat> Mostly it seems like some god bullshit to me, but... I seem to end up in the middle of a lot of that lately, despite and my like, wishes. This elongated head with a snout, <laughs> same metal at your feet, scaled into his face, coming from the darkness into the light. His head, like, you, you, you make up a fraction of this dude's eyeball. <laughs> is the head of the Platinum Dragon, the King Bahamut. <laughs> he looks to you and says, Indeed, God bullshit. <laughs> I 
receive. You had an ancient magic beyond time and reason. You used it to save one, just one. That was your question. I find that curious. It was the one in front of me. front of you I try for it not to be but usually ends up being <clears throat> plans are great when they work but a lot of times they don't they're good to have forethought's nice when you understand the consequences of things but usually people don't even when they think they do and, and beside that Look at, I, I've spent my life learning and building and making things and, and trying to help when I can. And, and I've made so little, arguably. And then there was the man that I was trying to save and looking at the things that I'd seen, that I'd seen him do, that I'd seen him make. World seemed better with him in it. I had the magic. Maybe not the best use of it, but better than not using it. And like that, like, the rest of the room lights up. You see the mass of him, lithe and powerful in his giant, titanous frame. And you are at the top of a great peak. And looking down at you, looking down below, all you see is cloud extending forever. But the place you are currently is this massive horde of these little tiny globes. Kind of looking like little like snow globes, even. About the size of, like, about the big. Period. And he sort of indicates towards them. This is my greatest treasures. With like these two claws that barely hold it into <clears throat> it, it 
He places one in your hands. Looking inside, you see the moment of Jacarius keeling over, you rushing to his side, using the vizier, getting Philip to enact his magic, saving Dracarius' life. You saved a favorite son. Actions have consequences, Liam Hammerfist. And to understand how you feel, The world is better with you in it. It needs people that think about the things in front of them. You're young. You will make mistakes. You are not perfect. Like me. You can't be. Stay true. Create. He takes one claw and he touches the forehead. He says, But you cannot create as a slave. And as his claw like touches your temple, it like feels like it pierces you. And as it pulls out, you see like a shadow version of you drop he grabs it and crushes it in his hand throws it away its hold is no longer upon you your hands are your own or mine should you desire it Thank you. (laughs) You really don't know what you did. I usually don't. Mm. Interesting. Suppose I had your people pegged wrong. Or not. Time to Do not let the Sapphire Heart evoke my name any longer. They have proven they don't deserve it. I nod again for the podcast audience. Says, <laughs> you won't like this part. And he just opens his jaw. And you wake up on the floor of the smithy 
your hammer in your hand and a broken version of the uh, you know the, the candlestick holders or like you know the, 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 the crystal ball holders yeah yeah the ball holders and yeah. as you look over the other like four you had made have also similarly cracked and broken The lingering huh. voice. There's like a lingering voice as you like gain consciousness, and it says, "The language of my people, of my kin, bind the magic, unwrite it. Should you wish." possess the stone that resides with my people. Does anyone have a notebook? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the language of my people was used to essentially what he's trying to say is that, yeah, it's like it, 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 it was used to create this magic unwrite it if you wish to possess the stone that resides with my people. Specifically that one. He's, he's yeah. saying like to be able to possess the stone that resides with my people you must unwrite the language that binds it. Okay. Okay. <sighs> <clears throat> Everyone have fun with their gods. A new morning as you all reconvene for... Well, actually not even a new morning. It's late at night. Let's say 1 o'clock. You guys are... Uh... Oh, sorry. 2 o'clock. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the full 8 hours. Here we go. Midnight operation. Mm. Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> no, I said Green Mile. <laughs> Um, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to see if, like, was I needing to describe some more stuff to you guys, or do you... Okay. No. So, uh, you have been moving, uh, you know, taking a quick look back at the map, uh, um, Liam, back in that room, you can see you are very close to your... very close to Harrow, and, um, there is most likely a way to actually see it from where you are currently. Um, it would be distant, but um, the city is big enough that you would be able to see it, you know, lit up or, or, or you know, at least somewhat in the distance. Um, it just depends. I, you guys are stopping that direction. I don't know how close you guys want to get, is my point. Um, how you guys are going to go about this. I assume we got a touchdown somewhere safe nearby, right? I'll put ten feather falls in the wand. We'll just <laughs> die. <laughs> if only that was how feather fall worked. Yeah. I can fly out. Just turn into a giant owl, and we'll use that I got saddle. Those owl saddles. 
I don't barely know started on one. Yeah. <laughs> I think the safest bet is to land, land the house. Yeah, because then how do we get back up to it? And then, like, do we just leave it hovering in the sky where people might see it? You know. I mean, what would they do? See it. <laughs> I think is the main thing. They can see the moon. It doesn't do them any good. I don't know. Well, it's because they don't know. Not until yet. The... All right. Yeah. Um, uh, we could probably put it down mm -hmm. where we put it last time, right? Yeah. Probably. It was like what, like an hour or two away. Mm hmm. Would that be safe again? Probably. I don't see okay. why not. I mean, I. There's personally... a chance Robin found out about it last time, but he did now, so. I That's personally fair. love the idea of, of an airstrike where we just drop from above and I'll just fly everyone down and we just attack at night. If they're even there. Well... It'd be, it'd be pretty great if we just make like, a huge entrance and they're just like having like a farmer's market. <laughs> at 2 a.m. At 2 a.m. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy farmer's market. It's a flea market at that point, yeah. Yeah. Flea it's like flea in Red Hot Circus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just one choice, everybody. Oh, I mean, I'm putting cool it with where we put it last yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think we get the most control if we land it and then approach slowly on foot. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Airstrike could have been cool, but all right. Okay, Yo, we'll listen, I'm Summon here some giant for it. Eagles, then. I can conjure some eight eight owls. We leave it floating. We you just guys are down. landing a few miles away. You guys are yeah. landing about four miles away, so that you guys have. About an hour distance. Uh, what we'll, direction are you landing? We'll do an airstrike in, ter in Tara. Down. <laughs> North, south, east, west. What kind of direction south. are you? South? South. Okay. It'll be the easiest at least. We don't have to fly over the town to do that. Yeah. Through the cover of night. The mansion... Can you actually give me a uh, ride check? Oh, vehicle, vehicle check. Vehicle check. Yeah. Sure. Oh fuck! Ten. <laughs> you, as you're like, again, there's a window in front of you, and as you're trying to land it, it goes down, goes down, and then you're like, oh, fuck, 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 and you just. You just kind of take up this whole swath of trees. It's like this nice, like, grinding halt as you... Which Star Trek movie was this? With the... <laughs> I think it was a Janeway dig where... It was like the... Galaxy Quest, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> the no, there was, a, there, was a, there was a Star Trek. You have, such a good, you have such a good vehicle score, too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's with a 10. Guidance. <laughs> oh, <okay. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, but you have successfully stopped. Uh, you you definitely have made a lot of noise, as the trees have been broken and. Well, we'll have scared off all the predators. Let's go. <laughs> At least we're a couple miles away. I go and apologize to all the trees. Like I'm so sorry. Awaken, 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 awaken. <laughs> I'll be here for eight hours, guys. Let's go. <laughs> Leave me. 
Just set a druid's go around it to be safe. Night sky. I do imagine, like, I'm nope. just sitting there in, like, morning, and then I'm like, just leave me. And then, like, you guys are, like, in the heat of battle, and then me and my tree army just come and be like, da 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 So good. Oh, that's what I want. It's like, a, I'm grieving for them. Bandana. <laughs> <laughs> Your mansion has parked, and um, you have the ground below you. Easily reached with a ladder. I step on it. How, how good is Flanagan at using ladders? <laughs> I'm as good as you. Can just jump. I'm actually gonna take the let's, let's take the metal out of Flanagan's hole and put it hmm. in the shop. Sure. Um, so Flanagan's mm-hmm. hole doesn't have the <laughs> the metal in it anymore, and then. And he can probably safely leap down. Yeah, it's only about 30 feet. Yeah, he's fine. I quickly <gasps> tell Kalent where we're going in case there's any changes in Dracarius. Uh, and then yeah. I go down. Kalent just sort of says there hasn't been anything yet. He's alive, at least. And I believe that it will take a little bit more time to really recover. But... Uh, um, well, you know you... how to reach me if uh, something changes. True. If you need anything, just yell for Yvonne and she'll figure it out. That's what we usually do. She's another She's another artificer that lives here. Yes, um, we met. Oh. I know she met Tricaria, so it wasn't... Okay. I'm not just sitting here for eight hours. I, I do have other things to do. I don't know what you done. do. You seemed really concerned about him, so I just thought maybe you just didn't leave the room. I have food. I had to get... Just go. Save okay. your people. All right. Whatever it is you're doing. Panther joins. I just want to say that. Yeah. yeah I think I'm Mr. Carrie's dad. Uh, <laughs> 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 seemed really jazzed we saved him. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good, good thing he's not one of those dads who's happy his son's dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> it's all good. Did you... So I don't know. This... Oh, God, this is the weirdest. This is the most awkward you guys have ever been. Um... <laughs> I'm saying something. I feel it that in the bones, but I can't I didn't know. It. Is this a conversation we're actually having? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't either. It feels like I should say something, but I also like don't know what to say. The Nameless, you talk to dragons before, right? You're the kind of the dragon talking to one. I also become them, but yes, I do talk to them. Right. I, th- uh, I think I met a. I met a dragon. It was very, very large. It was in my dreams. Do you ever dream dragons? I, I, or dragon dreams, yeah. I do, yes. I don't know if they're the same kind of dragon dreams you have. Or dream dragons. Did you have a dream dragon? I did. I had a dream dragon. He was um, uh, very large. And uh, uh, we talked about Tracarys. And he said he was like a favored son, but I don't know if that was like metaphorical because they're both dragons or if he's his literal son. I'm not really sure there. 
It was a nice. Dragon it made me feel good like about myself. I like that. Yeah. Uh, it was very large. <laughs> it was very large. Uh, it made me feel good about myself, which is nice. It's always nice when that happens. Do you feel like it was not a dream, maybe? Oh, yeah. I don't think it was. There was some. So, you know the weird. You know the sleepwalking, sleep artificing I've been doing? Vaguely, yes. Well, uh, so I was apparently doing that. Um, I think he made it so it would stop. And when I woke up, the one that I had been working on uh, and the, all the other ones that I'd made were all, like, broken. So I think he, he like, fixed that for me. So I don't think it was a, a dream because of that. So you... Do you... I... I'm not very good with, as I have mentioned, with the god things. But do you think that this was them? One of them? I know there are dragon gods. We went to that little town. Well, you didn't. This might... You were a little nice. busy, but we went to the town. Yeah, I was getting god. I was getting god bullshit vibes. Yeah. Um. So it might have been a dragon god. Do you know the they, names do, of the dragon gods? There's two of them, I remember. One is not good, and one is good. Hmm. Just What's to, the just good to, one? Let's, just let's to remind you, Liam, that's the one you chose for for Harrow. Hmm? The good one is the one that you chose for Harrow. Okay. That that makes sense. It's been so long since I built Harrow. <laughs> it's fine. Bahamut is his name. Bahamut. From Final that's, Fantasy. Yeah. Is the that's the name of the good dragon god? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I saw. So probably metaphorical favored son then. Probably not literal. But I mean, I it you could have like yeah I don't know. We're all God's children. You were mad at yourself for saying it before you even said it. I like I had started the sentence and I was like, no, I have nowhere to go from here. Uh, <laughs> that was unfortunate. But I, I meant like maybe it was metaphorical, yes, but I don't doubt with this world, it could be literal. It's true. Are you, is ever everyone's walking with us, right? We're all walking together. All right. Yeah. Have, have either of your guys' gods have had kids? You know, Faraway or Dolora, or they have uh, kids. You know. No. I think. Uh, I not think biological. She was <clears throat> I don't think she. Dad. I think she's a little too busy with the. Um, you know, ascending thing. That's I do have it. I have a genuine she... question about that. Is your yes. god not the fertility god? She has no children. What does that have to do with having children? I just assume <laughs> that when animals are more fertile, they give more birth. <laughs> I, this is a genuine Chelsea question I'm trying to ask as nameless. Oh really? God. She has no children? <laughs> I don't think she. We've never talked about her having children. Does she have yeah, living yeah. children? Does she? Is it? Is it? Is it a thing where we know if she has kids? 
She doesn't have any children. She doesn't have any children. God I was trying so. to trying to ask it like really deeply and beautifully, and I no. <clears throat> okay. As animals are more fertile, they have more. Children. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Yeah, that's my that's my favorite biological (laughs) statement we've ever made. I turned away. The more fertile you are, the more babies you have. (laughs) Not a lie. (laughs) Um, No, as far as I'm aware, the only thing we really call Arawai's family is the other sisters, and then her brother Balinor. Um, But outside of that, uh, as far as I know, she has no living descendants. What about Dolora? They're not really. Well, I guess I guess Dolora is kind of like their mom or their aunt, if you look at it that way. Wait, wait, then there's children. <laughs> yes, but not biologically. Right, right, wait, right. It's more of the way like I am a mom to the to the babies. I didn't give birth to them, them, so they're not no. mine, but they're mine. Well, after curious way, I, I can ask them. I asked them if they wanted to go out of a yeah. cave. Yeah. And in my defense, you promised we'd come back for them, so... Oh, I wasn't judging. <laughs> I have a, I have mothered many animals, so... True. I want to stop talking about this conversation, <laughs> if we can. Yeah, so... <laughs> Nothing oh, I've said I like to listen to of any words. That's probably what I'll do. My favorite um, part is Nameless having to, like, say what she just said. The other, like the other three things she's just said, she's like, I have mothered many animals, and then having to realize that, like, huh, I guess that means I'm really fertile. <laughs> like this everything, pu- everything Welcome from the puberty. backwards, you know, retroactively, like means. <laughs> oh, uh, did- all these, all these puberty dreams, and she's starting college. <laughs> oh yeah, that's next week. <laughs> I should probably buy my book or something. Guys, we gotta get these lobestone things done in a week. I got school. Come on. <laughs> Guys, we gotta save the world before class. Set Lolly, you were trying to say something. Big puppy. So is bags. everyone having like god dreams? Cause I had one last night, but I can't I can't think that you and I's dreams are connected, so was everyone you... having one? Wait, you saw Bahamut too? No, no no. I, I saw oh. my I saw Dolora, but Oh, okay. I mean, like, is everyone else getting messages from gods? Wait, do I, I have saw, God now? I saw her away. Well, I, so, whether or not you have a god is really your choice. Um, <laughs> nobody forces you into anything. I mean, you seem like a pretty chill dude. We got along great. Do you get along with your gods all the time? Yeah, mine was great. Arrow and I just sat in a tree and we talked about the. Uh, oh, she made them. She made uh, Roderick, Ricardo, Roderick. No, Roderick was another bad guy. I think. The fuck was that mouse's name? Mouseling's name. Start with an R. Hmm, Ratatouille. Reginald. Reginald. Yes. Reginald. Yes. Uh, ROI made Reginald. Those are, uh, those are, uh, Mouselings are an ROI creation. She didn't make pseudo dragons, though. But. Oh, you mean Mouselings in general? I thought she, like, specifically. No, she doesn't have children. No, she doesn't have children. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, too, met a god. 
last in my dream. Oh, which, uh, <clears throat> some elf god, or? I like to call them Nyx. But, um, you might know them as Balinor. You have, like, a fun, fun pet name for your god? Dude, Balinor's the best. I thought He's you so liked cool. R.Y. the best. No, R.Y. Yeah, is the best, but, like, Balinor's really cool. Like, I, yeah, I like agree. The, I hung out with him before. Oh. Oh, yeah. So he talked to you a second time. I mean, like, as a kid. What? We Nothing, never mind. This is a very complex conversation that seems to have with you. <clears throat> well, can everyone make these stealth checks, please? Oh, God, yeah, we're having... Right, we're trying to do... Yeah, you guys are trying to do something. I'm just... oh, <laughs> Maybe we no. should have had this conversation before we started going. But we were going. Alright, cool. I mean, those rolls aren't spectacular, but, like, they're fine. Do we have to pass without a trace up by any chance? Not yet, you ain't. I was going to. Uh, I didn't think about it. Uh, I also didn't know we were all like out of the house time. yet, to be perfectly honest. I didn't realize we were, like, moving... I feel yeah, so you guys so we could get there. I, I, no, I, like, I was waiting until we all got on the ground, so I don't know why I was imagining we were having this conversation, like, while you were coming. <laughs> Not important. Anyways. <clears throat> I'm just trying to think of a cool pet name for my god, since Nameless gets one. I think if I come up with a pet name for Balinor, he'll ki- or Bahamut, he'll kill me. <laughs> Baha. Baha. <laughs> What's up? My it's my it's my god, Baha Blast. <laughs> when he does his breath weapon attack, it's a Baha Blast. Yep. <laughs> yep. You got you got so you gotta start you gotta start your own like anti sapphire heart like like group that is in service of uh uh Bahamut and you can be the, the, the Baha men. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I think I have a god quest. Oh, Welcome to the club. Yeah, uh, I guess. I don't... We're super busy, like, but he had... He... I have a question in regards to how my thing is, my my bracelet is written. Um, is it plus five, then plus ten, or is it plus ten? Plus ten. I figured, okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, before, it's but then five... I was like, oh, but is it actually? Yeah. Okay. It's plus five, and then when the, when the moon is out, it jumps plus to plus ten. ten. Cool, cool, cool. So, stealth checks. Can I get uh, Liam and Pangolin and oh. Nameless and Panther? So, uh, set Lolly, we'll start with you because you're only one person. So, I got that natural one for a nine. <laughs> okay. Uh, Philip and, and Flanagan? Five and six. Good, 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 good. Liam and Pangolin? Uh, mine's 13. Not bad, eh? And, um... <clears throat> that's bad. Give me one second. Uh, four. <laughs> and, uh, Nameless and Panther. 27 and 19. Okay. 
So we are gone, but I don't know where y'all at. <laughs> hey, you, you guys are tap, you two. So. <laughs> you two are uh, uh, still miles away. <laughs> you don't know that. I mean, this be. conversation wasn't that long. <laughs> no, but we don't know where their camp is. We could have landed right in their camp. <clears throat> Sorry, that's not an idea. <laughs> it is now! <laughs> I do love that's not an idea. It's like, I don't I don't think you get to dictate that. I, you don't get to have that. See now if you Yeah, I I like I like I like the idea of like don't take my idea. Don't, yeah, don't. basically, <laughs> this is what this is what this is, this is why you don't look at submissions. Now, if you use it in one of it, now, if you actually use that storyline, you're yeah. like liable for legal action. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I I branded it. Well, that's how it's called. What is it called? Copyright. No, you copyright. You branded that shit. Yeah. Uh, TM uh, uh, rights reserved. Uh, <laughs> trademarked. Yeah, yeah. TM, 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 um, TM, TM. Um. So, well, interestingly enough. Nameless Panther, as you're moving through, and you guys are kind of like, you're having the conversation, but you're also still making sure to pay attention to your surroundings, and you guys are just like, you know that you're a couple miles away, but you're trying to keep your wits about you. The other three are wrapped in this conversation. And by proxy, aren't checking out Pangolin or Flanagan as you move through. Pangolin is like practicing punches on trees, making as much noise as possible. <laughs> I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have given him that independent thought or shown him those super awesome Boy. kung fu movies. I don't know. It's like ba- it's, it's like, like Big Hero Six. Man. <laughs> Pangolin, stop it! Stop it, Pangolin! Just come and just walk. Just walk. You're so cool. <laughs> You don't have to keep punching things. Oh we know you're cool. God. Oh my god. It's the oh energy right now. <laughs> um, it's like, is this what you meant by bad chaotic? This whole yeah, this whatever is, yeah, this yeah, was? Yeah, I feel like this was. <laughs> yeah, this was bad chaotic. <laughs> um, you guys are moving so cluelessly through this place that unfortunately... Nameless, you are attempting to corral them into the shadows as much as possible. But they're kind of just not paying attention enough that you guys have walked about 40 minutes, is my point. This is why I'm asking for this this check, is that it's like you guys have been having this conversation over a period of time. At about... Minute at about forty minutes. You have a bunch of arrows hit the ground next to you. I catch them. No, if they hit the floor, it's fine. <laughs> and you hear rustling in the trees in the tops, and a voice says out. Oi! Who are you? What's your business? Uh, <clears throat> just going to see my da in town. Uh, some strange folk. Takes all kinds. 
I see. I just double whip up, throw the hammer. Hammer fist. Just going to see my da. Somebody comes down from the tree, hood down. We'll make sure of that. <clears throat> you make any move, we won't miss. And he steps forward in the cloak and the hand reaches out for the hammer holds it hands it back you see do some somatic components verbally casts spell uh, that you would recognize as divination magic. <clears throat> Pulls the hood off and you see it's the uh, it's the general. From the general's goods. Did you recognize Liam? Well, I guess that answers our question. Glad to see you haven't changed. <clears throat> but, um, what's happening? What's, what's happened that there's a need for this? I'll take you back. Explain there. All right. And sort of starts walking back to the fort, but he starts heading east. And from the trees, you you hear about 12 people come down and you see them. Uh, Tybalt and um, oh, what's her name? Uh, 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 Cherry is there as well, and uh, a couple other people that you know. And the journal keeps walking, and he sort of like indicates for you guys to follow forward. This is a couple weeks back, maybe, maybe not even less than that. Maybe ten, eight days ago. It's uh, been a little rough going so far, so I haven't been able to keep track too much of time. Well, yeah. I had some unfavorable company. Knights of the Sapphire Hurt show up at the gate. Claiming that they uh, are owed something. Your father, myself, and... Uh, Tybalt over there, uh, sort of talked to him, trying to make peace. Apparently, they didn't like too much about how we treated that uh, Robin fella. So, tried to talk them into uh, some sort of understanding. Didn't take too time kindly to it, and they, uh, well, they started to move in. They got an army with them, son. A little hard to uh, stick around. We tried to hold our ground. That new tower your ma and your dad have made uh, was definitely worth it. But uh, uh, it just uh, didn't uh, didn't hold them all the way back. 
They got control of the city. So, we've been uh, on the outskirts. Been on the outskirts so that we could uh, fight back. See what we could do. Skirmish tactics and the like. As you can tell, there's not many of us. So we, every now and then, lead some raids against them. Like I said, it's only been about eight or ten days, so we haven't been able to do much. We barely even have a base of operations out here. <clears throat> so we're heading east, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, this isn't towards Specs, is it? Uh, no, Spec was northwest of town. Like, yeah, a little bit more on that, over that side. <clears throat> Alright. How are but they? They don't know the forest as well as we do, so we're able to dodge them some. Happy to see you, so it's good to. Well, I didn't. I, I may not have agreed on how all that went down, but uh, they can't just come into our town and tell us what to do. <clears throat> Yeah. They aren't they aren't just doing it here. We um we had a little run in with Robin earlier today. It's doing the same thing to uh to a small business uh, a ways from here. If they didn't like the way we treated Robin uh here, they're gonna They're gonna hate what Liam did to him today. Um Oh, there goes that bargaining tactic. All right. I, uh, I think what we're going to do is uh, hit them hard enough that they're going to be the ones who want to bargain. Listen. Just give me another moment. He kind of, like, takes the time. He, like, he sees the people around you start to kind of, like, shift as you say that. And he's like, just hold the talk for now. He gets you back to their camp. It's really small. Probably another, like, <clears throat> ten people there. Uh, kind of built into the trees. All these things kind of ad hoc together. Um, and one thing to point out to you, Liam, is you don't, you don't see either of your folks you don't see your granddad in the in the mess of people and he leads you into sort of like a main tent and he as he walks in you see um oh god i can't remember his name but the guy who ran the inn tom uh, tom he's uh he's there in the main tent he says oh Brought back more than just supplies, then. Good. Good to see you, son. And he like kind of gives you a handshake. And the uh, the generals is. Uh, I think we have something to talk about. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a lot of you, and just kind of indicates to come inside and uh, kind of chews away the others. Listen, start making making your way to beds. We won't be seeing them tonight. Right. The rest of you. 
We can't keep doing this. I gotta be honest with you. Getting a little too old to fight. I ain't gonna be worth much. And, uh... The amount of people they have there doesn't look good. These skirmishes have sort of dwindled more and more of the fighting spirit from these people. I was getting ready to parlay. We ain't got much food left. And we can find some. But that puts us at risk of being two separate. Do you know who's in charge? I do. Man by the name of Runic. He's a commander. Served with him once. He's, uh, thought that would have helped. He took one look at me and said, it just didn't matter. It's when I knew what you guys did was right. He seems to want to, uh, keeps asking about something. Kept asking about the mines. Just kind of give Liam a look. Told him we don't have any. Kept asking about, well, kept asking about uh, any sort of digging excavations we might have done. And that's kind of when the conversations turned nasty and we didn't give him information that apparently he needed. <clears throat> Nathaniel, where are my parents? They're still inside. They're operating the tower. Helped us get out. Seem to want them for some reason. Yeah. <clears throat> Tactically speaking, I'd say it's probably what you did to Robert. You're not an unknown quantity. Uh. In a large group like that, a lot of times, the best way to deal with it is um, hit him. In the, uh, make him disorganized, scramble him, hit him from the top um, and down, everything else falls. You were talking about bargaining chips. <clears throat> we got nothing to bargain. Maybe not nothing. I'm going to pull out that writ of wanted people with our faces on it. We might have a way in to see the, uh, commander. Hmm. 
what from there? I haven't figured that out yet. It's the next step. This runic, he's been on our radar. That's why we came back here. We heard he might be coming this way. He's up to a lot of no good. Not just a little. Mm. And, um... And I've uh, been told to um, to try and correct some of the errors of the current Sapphire Heart by someone I don't really think I can turn down. Seems like a good place to start. Uh, Liam, mind uh, talking to you in private real quick. Sure. Kind of like weeds you outside. Just. Uh. I'm sorry. For uh, not standing up earlier, but. Um, He was a, uh, <clears throat> he was a stubborn old man, and uh, your granddad was, yeah, he, uh, he held true to his ideals. I just want you to be prepared. walk through those front gates. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. it. This one made it all the more clear. That's it. I'm gonna go check on some people, and uh, when you all are ready, we'll move forward. He walks away. As you all come, well, actually, no, I can't say that. I don't know what. Uh, what everybody's thinking. But as the f plan forms around you, that is where we're going to call it for the evening. And we'll see you next week for whatever craziness this invokes. <laughs> I can't wait for the, the Trojan horse. Uh, I honestly uh, love that idea, but I don't <laughs> have it prepared. She's going to turn into a giant horse. Yeah. And we're going <laughs> to hide inside of her. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I, what I was thinking. Okay, let's be real for a second. I'm gonna tell you all. So I thought oh I become a horse. Let's like, get hold on. Get just one second. 
Oh, I thought they Thank you for coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming, everybody. And we're going to end it here. So that way. Join our Patreon if you want to hear my secret plan. Uh, subscribe. Oh, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> we don't have a Patreon. Please don't spend time looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you but want us spend to, time let us know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Natural Ones podcast. Be the first to catch the action when the show airs on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch, or check back every Friday wherever you get your podcasts for a new audio episode. Deuces, Magooses.